You are now listening to Okay, okay, okay Go Away. Away. And child, viewer discretion is certainly advised. Because with Andre, you'll never know what is going to come out of his mouth. From topics of sex to picking your brain about life itself. And trust me, if he wants to discuss, baby, he's, he's going to discuss it. And leave you thinking, okay, but wait. As always, get the glasses ready because the filter is off. And give it up for your host, Andre to return Hello, Tasties! Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Okay But Wait, and happy Pride Month! I'm literally so excited. Uh, Another month to celebrate me. Like, who wouldn't be excited? No. (laughs) No. Another month to celebrate the LGBTQ plus community. I know I'm missing some letters in there. I'm I'm learning. We're all still learning. And that is what this episode is here for. The special just queer episode. The special just amazing episode on this amazing month to celebrate my community. So I've got tea today, figuratively and literally. I've got a candle. Hopefully my lighter wants to work. Um, and it's not, so, oh, bada bing, bada boom, there we go. If this pops, I'm going to break this candle. Bam. One of my favorite candles. It's called Cozy Nights. <sighs> it just smells like a warm marshmallow fireside. Like, I'm absolutely obsessed with this candle. Um. And I've got some tea, so let's get into it. Let's get into Pride Month, because a lot of us know the month as, you know, the month to celebrate the gays and bays, but what y'all don't understand is that Pride Month is actually a month to celebrate, yes, the gays and bays, and so much more, obviously, um, but it's actually a month to commemorate the Stonewall Riots. A lot of y'all don't realize that this month, like many other months, like Black History Month, um, National Spanish Heritage Month, you know, just different months that we have are all brought by something that happened in the past, a problem or an issue that was brought on by... (laughs) I'm not going to say who, but a problem that was faced by a community due to the prejudices of another community, I guess you can say. And that is why we have different months, different months throughout the year to celebrate and commemorate that community. Wow. (laughs) How many times this month am I going to say community? Anyways, so Pride Month is a month to commemorate those who marched in June of 1969. Is that right? 1969? I know it's been like 40 years. Like it's been, well, I guess we're in 2022 now. So about, what, 62 years? 60 something? I'm not good at math. (laughs) But it's been long enough for a lot of the people to still be alive. And I think when I like found that out, 
that's really what touched me. That's really what like got me because it's like, wow, this is not long ago. I don't think y'all understand that not too long ago, the LGBT community was allowed to legally marry. And I know some of y'all are like, okay, but y'all are allowed to legally marry, but do y'all realize how dumb that is? How silly, how silly it sounds to even have to legalize something that is so natural, you know, something that comes so that everybody should be able to do. I mean, I don't care if you're a damn frog wanting to marry a damn a human being. If that's what you want to do, I mean, animal cruelty or whatever, but if that's what that person wants to do, then who am I to stop them? And that's what people don't understand. They're just like, oh, well, you, you, you were allowed to. You know, you fought to do it. Congratulations. And it's like, it's the fact that we had to fight to do it. That's the issue. <clears throat> but before I start spitting some facts at you, um, I do want to say I hope y'all are drinking, whether it be wine or tea. I'm going to give y'all plenty of that. <laughs> I just want to say happy Pride Month to all of my LGBTQIA plus peers. Not only to those that are able to be out and proud, but those that are not able to be out and proud. And those that are a part of the community, but feel like they are not a part of the community. Or those that are a part of the community, but don't want to be a part of the community. While you may not celebrate this month, understand and make no mistake that this month is still for you. And make no mistake that people are still fighting so that you can have the choice to be a part of the community or not be part of the community. Um, this isn't just for the people that are out and proud and loud. This is for the people that have to live in the shadows of other people that are out and proud because maybe their upbringing doesn't allow them to be that way or maybe they're in a marriage and they may be bisexual and they may be in a marriage, but the person that they're married with doesn't allow them to actually, you know, celebrate the other side of them, not even the other side of them, but the side within them. Um, so they have to suppress that. There's so many different things that go into the LGBTQI plus or QIA plus community that so many people don't understand. I don't even understand it. You know, I'm here educating y'all on facts about these things and I'm like, truth be told, I still need to educate myself. You know, you learn something new every time. <clears throat> and props to all of my black content creators, my African-American content creators, my Hispanic content creators, my Asian, you know, my POC content creators who also are LGBT and who are raising that awareness, who are doing the same thing that I am, using their platform to raise awareness on a community that they are involved in. Because without us, without you all, let's be honest, it's not like the school system's teaching it. It's not like our parents are teaching it to us because they don't know. You know, it's our jobs, unfortunately, to educate the younger generation, to educate our generation, to educate the older generation on something that they should be educated on. You know, we have the don't say gay ban going on in Florida and all these other damn places. And it's like, for what? For what? 
you know, and it, it behooves me as an African-American that we have a ban on don't say gay. That is literally, you. that's not only publicized, but punishable. When you have people out here who are saying the N-word, why isn't there a don't say the N-word ban? Why isn't there a ban on that, you know? Why is it that, you know, like, whoa, you've got the abortion law going on where it's like, okay, <laughs> you don't want us to have an abortion, yet we're having a shortage of baby formula. You don't want us to have an abortion, but you don't want gays adopting <laughs> kids. You don't want an abortion, but it's so expensive to an adopt a child. Not to mention, you don't want us to have an abortion, but it's like, who's paying all these hospital fees and visits and gynecologist and OGBYN or OBGYN? I don't have kids, so. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, you have all these things going on that are heavily affecting other communities. And what y'all don't realize is that the abortion law heavily affects the LGBT community as well. You know, because now you're forcing these people that have kids, you're forcing these women to do things that they shouldn't have to do, you know, because it's their body. We're always talking about pro-life, pro-choice, and that's going to be a whole other episode, so let me not even get into that. But just understand that it does affect our community, and we should all be there no matter what community you are within or what community is within you, you should still stand up and show out. You know, we had just two years ago, I got a flashback on this very day about the um, Black Lives Matter protest. And as an LGBTQIA plus person, not only was I there to be there as a black African-American citizen, I was there as an LGBT ally as well because as and I, it's crazy. It's crazy. I really can get into it because as a black person, you have, you know, we all know that homophobia is very heavy in the African-American community, unfortunately, which doesn't make any sense to me for the simple fact of <laughs> we're going through the same struggles like not the same struggles but a lot of the struggles that African Americans have faced are struggles that LGBT um, people are also facing you know the fact that marriage was just now legalized you know I, I hear all the time I actually saw a TikTok about um, it was on Disney which shout out to Disney for being such an LGBT ally um, but it was about Disney, as far as I know, at least. <laughs> Y'all could be the imposter. Um, but it was pretty much about Disney and how they were pretty much just putting a bunch of queer awareness and representation into their TV shows. And the comments were a bunch of African-Americans saying, they're forcing it on us. This is why our kids are, you know, growing up thinking that they want to be gay and the, you know, just a bunch of bullshit that I saw in the comments that really, like, enraged me because it's like, y'all did the same thing with the biracial, um, with biracial people. You did the same thing with interracial 
dating and marriages. And they did the same thing with just black people being represented in television. But that's not a crime. And of course, you still have the other communities, you know, the Caucasians who hate seeing it. And, and that's not to say that's every Caucasian, but um, I mean, even the Latin community. People don't understand that there's racism in the Latin community, but that's neither here nor there, <laughs> at least in this episode. But just know, it's going to be sorted out. <laughs> but it just it's crazy to me because it's like this exact same thing happened and my community, I can't even say your community, in my community, you know, you have the Soul Train Awards that is for African Americans, and there's people that hate on that, the BET Awards, the people that hate on that because BET was bought out by a Caucasian person, and y'all are saying that, you know, we need to have our own shops, our own, you know, towns, our own cities, but if a LGBT person wanted to do the same thing, it becomes an issue. But why is it an issue? Why is it okay for one community to love, for one race to love, and not okay for another community to love, for another community? You know, a lot of people, there's always the argument of, did you choose to be this way, or were you born this way? And I honestly truly don't know how people answer that question, because it's like, first off, do, did I choose to like men and women? Did, you know, people love to say being bisexual is a, con a confusing thing. And you're damn straight. It is very confusing. So why the fuck would I choose to be confused about my life? I'm already confused trying to figure out what fucking job I want to do. I'm confused as to whether or not I want to continue with the podcast and be an influencer. Why would I be confused? Why would I choose to be confused about who it is that I want to love? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And, you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy. But let me get into my actual experience as being a part of the LGBT community. It sounds like I've fucking got a membership. <laughs> About me signing up. Let me give y'all a tour of the facilities. Let me, <laughs> Let me just, you know, like... Because I don't share it enough, I have a few episodes, maybe one episode actually, on the podcast about, you know, being LGBT or just like the DLs, but I haven't really talked about me and coming out. Um, so I'm going to talk about that, but first we're going to take a break. And we are back. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already subscribed and share this video or well I guess share this video out if you're watching share the podcast out if you're listening and if you're not listening then I guess you can't hear what I'm saying <laughs> if you're not listening you should be okay <laughs> you're a fucking bitch no <laughs> but yes let's get into my experiences as a LGBT not only as an LGBT person um, or a part of being a part of the LGBTQIA plus community, but as an African American, a part of the community, because a lot of people do not touch on that. And, honey, is <laughs> it a fucking ride? Um, <clears throat> but as we all know, if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, I am a bisexual African American male, um, but I prefer to really just identify as queer. If you know me, you know I have predominantly dated men and predominantly have had sex with men. Um, 
granted, I have dated women and have had sex with women, um, which is why where the bisexual comes into play. <laughs> um, but I identify more as queer. I don't identify as gay because I have predominantly had sex with men. I identify as queer because I am predominantly attracted to men. When it comes to women, it's more of a sapiosexual thing where they have to stimulate my brain. Where I live, y'all, the women are like copy and paste, which don't get me wrong. Or don't take that as a bad thing, but I feel like like I cannot, you know, swipe on Tinder or get on Hinge or Bumble to find a woman because I feel like when I see them, it's like, damn, this is the same pose, same outfit, same goddamn Tyler shirt and some motherfucking biker shorts and Converse. Like, it's the same thing. So for me, I have to actually see the person. I have to actually talk to the person. I have to actually you know, enjoy the person before I'm actually able to be attracted to the person, to the the woman. Whereas men are just a little bit easier. And let's be honest, we all know this. This is not news, okay? <laughs> we all know. Men are easy, unfortunately. Do better. Um, not my vape falling. <laughs> but, um, what was I saying? I'll edit this. But, like I was saying, growing up, um, originally in Chicago, I had no idea, I honestly had no idea about the LGBT community. Obviously, it wasn't heavily publicized growing up, you know, which is kind of crazy. Um, and I remember the very first time that I, like, actually realized what that was, was I think I was watching Modern Family. <laughs> Um, that was like one of the first TV shows that I saw that had um, LGBT representation. Um, granted, like I watching it didn't really care because it's like, oh, you know, it's just a man and a man together. Like that's normal, <clears throat> which I guess that's where the issue lies with some of y'all. But get the fuck over it. Um, and then it wasn't until I moved to Texas. And I remember when I moved to Texas, one of my relatives had actually was like, that's where all of the gays are. That's, you know, you're going to you're gonna turn out to be gay. And I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, well, first off, where did that even come from? Um, do y'all realize what Texas is? Do y'all realize that this is, this is a red state, honey? Um... <laughs> I guess they were right. No. <laughs> but I don't think that is how that happens. Like, and you don't, you know, if that's the case, first off, let me let me make this perfectly clear. Because a lot of y'all don't know this. Just to put numbers into it. The LGBTQIA plus community makes up 2% of the world's population. 2%. There's more millionaires on the world than there are LGBTQIA plus people. So, with y'all saying that we are pushing a gay agenda, yeah, we're pushing the agenda that we're here and that it's okay to be here. 
we're not pushing the agenda that you have to be with us. We're not pushing the agenda that you need to be gay or that you need to be bisexual, that you need to be lesbian or trans. We're not pushing that agenda because if that's not who you are, then that's not who you are. But make no mistake that we're going to be who we are. But <clears throat> enough about that. If y'all want more facts, go follow us on TikTok at OVWPod where I'll be dropping some facts. And watch the video that I'm going to be posting later on with some facts on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe to us there at OVW. But back to my motherfucking story, bitch, because this motherfucking podcast is about me. Um, <laughs> I realized that I was attracted to men in seventh grade, as I said in a previous podcast, but I'll continue to beat a dead horse. <laughs> um, and I, like I said, I had no idea. Like, I honestly truly did not understand what that meant because up until that point, I had been with women, I had liked women, I, well, I guess girls, because I was young, <laughs> um, but that is who I was predominantly attracted to, so I was confused, I'm like, why am I feeling this way, and it's funny, I had a conversation with someone the other day, I'm not going to say who, they're saying that the system pushed him to be gay, which, like, now I'm like, that's kind of crazy to say, but... <laughs> Um, I definitely can understand where, you know, he's felt that way because it's like coming out, I came out at a very young age. I had realized that I liked men and I've never been someone to really hide who I was, you know, as a person. So I came out and that's a whole story in and of itself, but I came out, I came out to my parents three times, um, which I hated each time, um. But I did, and each time it got better, I guess you can say, but it wasn't until literally this year that I had that conversation with my parents of how I felt about it. And I want y'all to understand that coming out is confusing because you have no idea the reaction that your parents are going to have. A lot of people love to say, why do you have to come out? That's a good-ass question. Why do I have to come out? I have to come out because of people who don't understand. I have to come out because of the fact that it's not accepted in society to be gay, to be lesbian, to be trans, to be, you know, bisexual. And a lot of y'all don't even understand that there is a bisexual phobia, not only within the community, but without of the community. So it's like coming out as a bisexual male, I'm, you know, it, People are always going to see it as confused. People are going to always ask, well, who are you more attracted to? You know, people are always going to say, you know, is it just a phase? You know, do you see yourself with the other one? Do you how, do you even have sex with them? Which I'm like, God damn, why are y'all in my business? Who are you having sex with? Like, let's talk about that, you know? There's always going to be that phobia. Bisexuals are the whores in the community, which horse get paid, so unless you're paying me, I'm a slut, okay? <laughs> um, but there's always going to be that phobia. There's always going to be that misconception. And that is why I'm here to let y'all know that's not the case. I just enjoy having sex. Like, but make no mistake, in a relationship, I'm loyal. Now, understand that being unloyal is a uh, characteristic 
to train. That has nothing to do with someone's sexuality. If someone cheats on you, that's them. They're a cheater. And they happen to be gay. They happen to be lesbian. They happen to be bisexual. They happen to be trans. Them being LGBT has nothing to do with them being disloyal to you or disloyal to the next. That's all on them, okay? So get that out of your head. Um, and I see on Twitter all the time where it's like, oh, I can never date a bisexual man because he's just going to cheat. He's just going to bring me diseases. He's just going to do this. He's just going to do that. But these are the same people that love getting their ass ate. These are the same people that love having anal sex. No, and damn well, they're not douching. So that shit is not coming out how it's supposed to be coming out. These are the same people that are still sleeping with men who are down low, you know. I feel like if people were really just more open and accepting with it, then their, the male, my straight male counterpart, would be more accepting of being more open, which I guess if they're more open with their sexuality and they're actually not straight, they'd be more willing to come out and tell you. But because of your pride, your prejudice, they're not. And that is how you have the DL community going around and giving, you know, us a bad rep. Because what y'all don't understand is you have the DL, people who are down low and bisexual, but you just put them all into one category. But it's like, no, we're not one category. It's an umbrella, okay? It's a it's a Venn diagram. I don't fucking know. <laughs> But it's not, it's not all one category because they're in the closet. They're bisexual and they're in the closet. So you can't put it on them. You're, you have to put it on the DL community, not the bisexual community. That's, that's where the difference plays. But back to <laughs> me coming out. Um, as I said, being African-American, you don't always get to publicly be out, you know, I had my family, I had my parents, so I thought was homophobic for, um, my entire life, just about, um, and then I had my extended family, my aunts and my grandma, who I had no idea how they're going to respond, and I never actually came out to them, um, my aunt, who I was very close to, found out from a friend who I had actually never met up until going to school with them. That's a whole story in and of itself, but she was very accepting of it. I had my other aunt who found out from my other aunt. <laughs> Y'all know in the African-American community, shit spreads like the motherfucking black plague, okay? So, um, but then my grandma found out from that same aunt, um, and then it wasn't until my prom that my other aunt found out. <laughs> I don't know if y'all are catching the drift, but, <laughs> um, so I never actually came out to any of them. Um, it was just kind of like it was told from someone else, which at this point, I don't really care. Um, but they were all very accepting of it. They're all very accepting, at least to my knowledge. If they're not accepting, then that's on them because it's my life. And I want y'all to understand that it's your life. Live your life how you choose to live it. Um. But make no mistake, there's, there may be consequences. You may have to cut off people. You may have to cut off your family. You may have to sever that connection and those ties to your best friend because they don't accept you. But understand that if they don't accept you, 
then they're not friends with you. They're friends with the facade that you're putting on. And I think that's really what this month is about, is accepting who you are and being who you are, ripping off that facade, ripping off that band-aid, and being proud of who you are. Because why put on a fucking facade? Like, that's tiring. That's boring. It's exhausting. And it's mentally tiring. Let's not even talk about that. But, um, so yeah, so they're very accepting, but then you have, that's just about my mom's side, my dad's side, I've yet to come out to, um, and that's just because, that's, I mean, that's just because I don't really feel the need to at this point, it's like, come on out, we know, (laughs) we know, um, but both of my sides of my family are quite religious, and I think that's where the homophobia comes into play in African-American communities, because there's a lot of religion that ties into it so they can't separate the religion from the love you know and that's kind of where that issue came in where it's like okay are you going to love me for who I am or are you going to go by quote unquote bible and not love me for who I am or love me as your son you know love to me is something that's given without thinking about it. You know, it's um, what's unconventionally. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for, you know. Mm, I don't know. Regardless, it's something that is just given. You know, as a parent, you are bringing a child into this world not knowing what they're going to grow up to be and what it is that they're going to have to go through. You know, you're bringing a child into a world where there's mass shootings happening every damn week, where there's people who are being hung still, There's people who, you know, are being shot for being black or, you know, there's just different things going on. And you're bringing a child into this world knowing that they're going to have to go through that. So I feel like as a parent, if you're going to bring a child into this world, then you need to understand that there's a possibility that they may grow up to be gay. They may grow up to be bisexual. They may grow up to be lesbian. They may grow up to be trans, you know. They may grow up to be straight. But I think parents put this perception or this image of their child that they want them to have and because of that image they push that and then they forget that this is my image of them but that's not the image that they're going to have and that is where the problem lies you know they put their their trials and tribulations that they have to go through onto their child and forget that their child is also going through their own trials and tribulations and they have to live them the same way that you did um, and that is where there's the the split, where families who don't do that are able to enjoy. I mean, come on, y'all. If I didn't think that my parents are homophobic from seventh grade on up to now, when I have came out to them initially, on up to now, years later, we'd have a better connection. So parents are missing out on the opportunity to really love and be a part of their kids' lives because of this homophobia, because of them not being open with their kids, you know? And it's one thing to be homophobic, but it's another thing to actually not be homophobic but not have that conversation with their child, in which that was the case with me, where I grew up feeling like, y'all are homophobic, like, y'all don't like me for who I am, and for those reasons, at the age of 18, when I move out, y'all are moving out too, (laughs) Um, I had every plan on not speaking to my parents after I moved out 
Granted, I'm like three minutes away from them, but I had every plans on it. And we're close to family. But I'm like, if you're not going to accept me for who I am, fuck do I look like coming around you, okay? Because now I'm not going to accept you for who you are because you're a homophobic ass bitch. And I just spilled my fucking tea. Okay, spilling the goddamn tea. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Um, but it's like, you, as, as an adult, you get the option to bring people into your life and to keep people in your life. So, understand that. If someone's not serving you the justice that you want, if someone's not happy for you and who you are, they don't need to be a part of your life, whether that's your parent, whether that's your grandma, whether that's your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your tia, your tío, your hermano, your hermana. It doesn't matter who they are. Fuck them. Okay? <laughs> as crucial as that sounds, if they're not going to love you for you, fuck them. They don't deserve to love you. They don't deserve your amazing personality. They don't hopefully you have an amazing personality, but they don't deserve you. Period. Point blank. Okay? And, yeah. I don't know. I'm happy for who I am. I'm happy that this year I get to celebrate Pride and that I work for a company that is very um, LGBT fan friendly. You know, this Pride flag. I've never had a Pride flag. I've never had a Pride flag because I was always scared to have one. Um, and moving on, I said, no, I'm going to explore that side of myself. I'm going to be more open about who I am. I'm going, as a content creator, I'm going to spread that. You know, I had people who were like, well, maybe you shouldn't tell people um, with your podcast that you're an LGBT, you know, a part of that community. For what? For what? Because I'm doing this not only for me, but I'm doing this for the people that want to be a content creator, who want to own their own companies, who want to be in the corporate world and are scared to be themselves. I'm doing this for y'all. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this to show that you can do it. And yes, you're going to go through trials and tribulations while doing it. But guess what? You're going through them the same way that people back in the day, almost 60 years went through it. They, they did it for us. So do it for the people 60 years from now, a year from now, for tomorrow, for next week. You know, do it for your kids. Do it for your, your fucking, if your family's homophobic, do it for the kids that they're about to have. Okay? Because they may be in the same boat as you. Their kids may be in the same boat as you. Their kids' kids may be in the same boat as you. So you have to think not only for yourself, but for others. Because, let's be honest... The world's a shitty place right now, okay? So, I never really got into my story, but just know that for the latter half of my life, and even being bisexual, I used to hate it. I remember in high school, people would always ask me, and I'm like, I hate it. I hated it. Because it's like, I didn't, I didn't choose to be this way. I didn't choose to have to explain to every person that walks past me, you know, I lost so many friends, or quote-unquote friends, um, I'd love to have more gay or more gay friends. Yeah, I'd love to have more gay friends. And I'd love to have more guy friends. I don't. But does that mean that I'm gonna go around sulking? No. I'm gonna continue to do me. Because again, if you don't accept me for who I am, if you're not accepted for who you are, the fuck I look like, you know, being being friends with you. Allowing you my energy, allowing you to be in my space. No. No, I'm not gonna put on a facade for someone else because you're not having to put on a facade for me. And if you are, I'm not asking you to. 
So why should you ask me to, you know? It's just, it's crazy and it's above me. And to all of my allies, because all of my friends, I just want to say thank y'all. Thank y'all for being an ally. Thank y'all for supporting me day in and day out, not only through Pride Month, but outside of Pride Month, you know, allowing me to explore who I am. And for all the people that listen to this who don't see me as, or not even see me as uh, LGBT person, because you should, but don't, you know, allow that to affect how you listen to this podcast. And if you're going to listen to the podcast and support the podcast, thank you. You know, thank you for allowing me the space to be able to even put this out there. Granted, I'm still going to put it out there regardless, but um, (laughs) thank you for not, you know, bashing me about it, I guess. And if y'all want more content on this, let me know. Um, Because it's not something that I really talk about on the podcast, but it's something that I should. I should raise awareness, not only through the month of June, but through all months, okay? So, I'm going to leave it there because this is just a special episode for the first day of Pride Month. And, oh, actually before I go, back to the allies. Make no mistake. Know that there is a place for you. Um, you are an ally. Do not make this month about you as an ally. Do not push your ally agenda. Do not, oh, I've got a gay best friend, I've got a lesbian best friend, I've got a trans best friend. Don't be that person. This month is about them. This month is celebrating them. And yes, there I'm sure there were allies back in the day who helped to get this month to where it is. But also understand that as an ally, as a straight ally, you're still straight at the end of the day. And you're not the one that's having to go through these trials and tribulations of being LGBT. So don't, you know, you cannot compare where you don't compete. But still, (laughs) be there, okay? (laughs) But yeah, so thank y'all so much for tuning in to this special episode. This has nothing to do with season three. Be sure to tune in next week for season three, episode one. I'm super excited because, uh, oh my God. (laughs) And don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like this video, and share it out. Share it out to the world, honey. Share it out to the world. And if you have homophobic family or homophobic friends, share this out with them too. Piss them off. Piss them off this month, okay? (laughs) Tell them I think this is for you. And don't forget to follow us on all social media at OVWPod and subscribe to this video or subscribe to our YouTube channel at OVW. I hope to see y'all next week. Adios and peace. Okay, but wait. That was an interesting episode. If you agree, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a beat. And tell us what you think in the review section. While you're at it, go ahead and interact with the poll if you're a Spotify user. And join the Tasty Brew by following us on social media at obwpod. Now finish those glasses if you haven't already. And join us next time for another Tasty episode.